The latest from Scotston. This is the Glasgow Warriors official podcast with Jack and Ashy. Hello, welcome back to Warriors Weekly, the official Glasgow Warriors Club podcast. We are not at the Clyde One Studios today. We are in Largs, aren't we? Sunny Largs, only hey, if that weather today. I know, it's crazy. The, so, we're staying in this hotel on top of a hill, and the uh, wind's nearly blown in the windows. It's crazy. So we're here for a bit of dry training. We anticipated it might be a bit wet today, so they've got a big indoor facility here that we're using. And actually, a good session today. Aye, it was good. Glad to get inside. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think we'd have got much productive training done today if we were outside. So, uh, good facility here. Uh, One of a few indoor training pitches um, in this kind of area in the west. So, uh, boys enjoyed it. Good to get inside out the wind and rain. Uh, yeah, and no, a good morning. Well, the big news today, obviously, is that Prop Idol has finished and we have a winner. Practice Jupiter C joined us today. You met you met him, when did you meet him? You met him in, you were in London this week and you bumped into him then. Yeah, was down watching the London Scottish against Irish game and he was 24th man, so he wasn't playing. He was on the kind of, sitting on the subs bench and then bumped into him in the clubhouse after the game. Gordon Reid, Glasgow Warriors legend, uh, brought him across, uh, introduced us. We had a good chat and uh, it was kind of the first that I'd heard he was coming up, so uh, good to get to know him, really funny bloke, uh, <laughs> likes to talk, got a few stories, really interesting, you know, likes to, he's got a few things going on off the pitch that um, are a bit different, so um, yeah, we're, we're glad to have him here, heard he can hold the scrum down, so that's really what we're looking for. Well, we'll hear more from him later, you had the day off yesterday, but I caught up with him then, so we've got a really interesting interview with him coming up. Let's start the pod, though, looking back at the Zebra game and five points eventually, actually. What was, I want to know what was said at half-time. You can see on the TV that Dave was pointing and was, yeah. was expressing himself, shall we say. What was, what was being said? Huh. Uh, so I guess um, the first half, um, we didn't manage to hold the ball for many phases. So, um, you know, we'd turn the ball over or whatever and then, you know, we'd try and score for, off first phase or second phase and then end up losing the ball um, and really what he was saying at half time was in order to win this game convincingly what we're going to have to do is go through the middle of them more so what that means is you know the forwards basically you know carrying a few times off nine for a few phases getting some mm-hmm. go forward and then once we've got go forward we can then look to get the backs into the game and is that all about getting the defence on the back foot then get exactly them that's exactly it you know once once the defence is going backwards they're less organised uh, less able to go off the line and shut you down and that's what we've done in the second half um, and I think we scored some, some really good tries in that second half uh, took us a while to get into the game you know first half was pretty quiet but you know once that sort of area was identified uh, that we had to do better uh, I think you know the tries came so you know, it was a fantastic win for us uh, everybody was really pleased after the game um, Zebra, a big physical team. Um, most of the forwards came off the field saying that it was a, a pretty physical game. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, re- really happy to get five points. And the Warriors weekly, it's not. A, what's the opposite of a curse? What's a blessing? The blessing continues. <laughs> Stinger, Stinger out there doing what he does. Stinger best, is having, on having fire. been on the podcast. Exactly, it's turning out to be one of these things where you know it's a, it's a charm, it's a blessing to come on here. So uh, yeah, we'll need to start uh, siphoning through the queue that's waiting for us. Well, like I said, Petrus is on the show a bit later on. Um, let's talk a bit about what we're doing here in Largs. We're at the Inverclyde Centre, like we said, the indoor centre. I was watching watching training earlier and you're all 
knocking a football about. You spoke a bit about football with Stinger on the podcast last week. Um, any any skills out there that you were impressed with? Anyone who could score one of those screamers that you mentioned? Rosa Hughes. Really? I will. I saw him um, actually. He got his head on the ball. He's not scared, is aye, he? He used to play football. Uh, I think back in the day, had a little bit of a run with Rangers. I think under eights or nines. Right, okay. <laughs> so like way back. Way back in the day. Uh, but I were kind of. There's a few boys in the box. I was on one side of the field crossing it in, and Rosa was on the other side. And it's fair to say that his crosses were much more effective than mine. So, uh, I I can see him being like a a good centre half or something like that, just taking no nonsense, real Ferdinand type player. Um, well, genuinely, the coaches are still down there playing. Are they? I think yeah, genuinely. I think they're gone. I think they've gone Scottish v foreigners, so or UK v foreigners. I saw John Humphreys in goal. Dave, no. Dave Dave genuinely just met Meg John Humphreys. I'm not making that up. We'll never hear the end. Uh, you know, you know what it is. These Kiwis have never seen an indoor football field. You know, they're used to the sun and good weather over there, and of course here's a football and country. You can't be playing in the rain and the bog the whole time, so that would be what it is. If, on that note, let's let's hear from Petrus. This is what he had to say when I caught up with him yesterday, when he was literally in the door two minutes. This is the Glasgow Warriors official podcast. Mate, uh, welcome to Glasgow. Long drive this morning. You're literally literally in the door. How has it been so far? Yeah. Um, no, it's been a long drive. Uh, but to be fair, the roads are pretty empty coming into Scotland. I don't know, is the English people not want to come to Scotland? <laughs> they don't feel very welcome at some time. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's, it's, it was a nice time of the day to drive in, so I arrived and um, met, met the whole team, the, um, the engine room, as, as, as you like to call yourself in this office. And uh, yeah, straight in with medicals and kit and everything, and obviously yourself as well. So, um, medicals go all right? I saw you on the what bike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's all fine. Um, they do... The concussion test is a little bit different, which involves like a little fitness test. So it loosened me up after uh, <laughs> a how many hour drive. So it, I, I feel pretty good so far. So how did this all come about? Did you, who called you? When did you find out that Glasgow were interested? In... Oh, okay. Um, yeah, there, there, were, there were some chats, you know, with, with various clubs, because I think there was, there's a massive shortage of, of tight heads in England as, as it is. Like crow's teeth, mate, yeah. Yeah, there's, literally, there's six teams as I counted. Um, so I've had I've had many conversations with um, my agent. Um, we we spoken to Saracens as well, mm-hmm. um, and that that didn't materialize in the end. But I did play for them. I just had like a bit of game time with them um, with their A League last week, which was quite nice because mm-hmm. whilst I was in contention to go to other teams, I wasn't in in, in contention for. Uh, playing for London Irish and London Irish is, is is a fantastic club where the the young props are coming through strong and and they're doing extremely well. So um, I think it was last week Thursday I got a call uh, from one of our coaches just to introduce me to Dave Rennie. Mm-hmm. And I spoke spoke to Dave Rennie on the same day. Virtually the next day, um, I think a proposal came forward um, for which I then you know, considered it and, you know, very, very excited, you know, prospect to come up to, to Glasgow and play for, 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 for the Warriors because this club is, it's got a fantastic history and having played against Glasgow many years ago, it's mm-hmm. it, obviously I can see what's going on here and doing really well in the league. And for me, with us having quite a few titles at London Irish, I decided to um, come over and get some game time and, it's now ended up, you know, we, we agreed on Saturday that it, 
might be for the rest of the season after you've have you've 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 got some injuries mm -hmm. as well. So yes, that's how it came about. Very very quickly, within three days, it was all proposed, accepted, and signed off. So, so I find it's interesting that you had a few offers on the table. It was Glasgow. You chose what. Have you heard about the club? So you were at Saracens for a very long time. Yeah. And there's quite a lot of Scottish influences there. I mean, Kelly Brown spent a lot of time up here. Jim yeah. Hamilton on those Scotland very well. Sean Maitland, etc. Yes, so yes. What had you heard about Glasgow? Um, I've, I've spoken to quite a few people. You play a very expansive rugby. So it's going to be it's going to be up to me to keep up with you guys. Uh, I think the brand of rugby that you play, obviously now with Dave Rennie mm -hmm. involved as well, coming from New Zealand, um, it's exciting to 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 be involved in a club like this with with that ex expansive rugby. But I think the main thing is as well as when I spoke to the coaching staff is that they probably looked at various tight options, but looked at um, you know someone who who can just do their job in the set piece. And I think that that's important for me. That, that the that's, bread and that's, butter. That's, that's yeah. That's that's my my job. Um, it's it's a fantastic city. Mm -hmm. um, they, say, they always say Edinburgh is the fairy tale, good-looking city, and Glasgow is the fun city. Mm -hmm. So uh, hopefully, I'll, I'll find out myself um, whilst whilst I'm up here. But yes, I, you know, only good things about Glasgow is I did actually speak to uh, Kelly Brown, believe it or not, because he's he's a very good friend of mine, and he had a lot of good things to say about the club. And then Gordon Reid, who plays for London course, Irish, I you know I spend a lot of time with him. You know, especially because I was teaching him the ukulele, believe it or not. I'm sure you'll probably tweet something at some stage, him playing the ukulele. Um, is he really good? Yeah, yeah. Is he really? Yeah, surprisingly, really picked it up and, and, and nailed it first go. So um, when it came about last week, I spoke to him and, you know, he had he only held the, the club in high regard. So, because um, he obviously spent a lot of, a lot of time, a, a long time, time here. So... Give me all the ins and outs, and who's the who's the uh, the the angels and the demons in the squad? Well, maybe don't tell us all of that, but give us a little insight. Who did he tell you to watch? No, out no, he didn't mention anything. He just said you'll have a really good time. People's really friendly. Yeah. Um, the the day the day experience is the game day experience is very good. People mm -hmm. are passionate about their rugby. Um, a lot of people come from football backgrounds as well, so they're nice and vocal. And I think that's what that's ultimately what us as rugby players on the pitch want. We want our, you know, fans to get behind, mm -hmm. our, you know, our team, and um, I will experience that hopefully soon. For our supporters who maybe don't know an awful lot about you, what is your your rugby background? You're, you're known for Saracens and your European Cups, but it kind of you had quite a a rise through the ranks before you got to that point, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, um, so long story short, I I was born in South Africa. Seventeen years I've been in England. Um, I played quite a lot of rugby in the championship to start out with when I was in my younger 20s. I went off to study a uh, uh, four-year physiotherapy degree. Mm -hmm. um, and after I got my degree and there was, there was, a, there was a slight lack of, of, of work um, for physios in 2008, 2008, 2009, that's when I took it a bit more serious and I was playing for Nottingham at the time, got a phone call um, on the Sunday night uh, saying that Monday morning I should be at Saracens. Spent seven uh, years spanning over eight seasons at Saracens. Um, obviously, you know, a great setup with with and, and and I was very fortunate to to be in 
that time there when the club was very successful and still mm -hmm. very successful. Um, and then from there, I moved uh, to London Irish. They just got back up from the championship. And last year was, was uh, I, I did enjoy it. It was very enjoyable. It was a great set of guys. We, the, the, the team was very positive throughout the year. But there must have been about seven or eight games where we lost within four to five points. And I think that just about cost cost us. Mm -hmm. And in the end, we, we, we got relegated again, which is um, sad for, for, for a club that's got so much heritage um, and a strong fan base, so to speak. Um, but in any case, dusted ourselves back off, had a very, very good pre-season, uh, especially, and the squad has grown. London Irish is doing very, very well. There's five out of five now, so uh, if they keep this up, I'm gonna, I can only see them getting promoted again. Um, you know, this year, um, obviously with London Irish, played played a few games, but the youngsters need to come through. And am I right in saying so you dabbled in a bit of coaching while you were there? You kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. So uh, when when I wasn't playing, I would go to the games and just make sure that you know I'm I'm a voice there on the game day with regards to the scrums, and the scrums has been doing pretty well. Not 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 down to what I've done, but you know the personnel that we've got. Like mm -hmm. I say, you've got Gordon Reed in there, who's obviously shoring up the scrum really really well, and guys like Pat Stillier is ex Springbok you know so mm -hmm. so the future is very very bright for for London Irish um and so that that's my that's my background with regards to rugby and for me I'm very excited to be here and you know I thank sort of London Irish from the bottom of my heart actually for what they've done for me over the last year and a bit I think as a club it's going to only grow and grow and grow and we should see them um perform really really well when they're back in the premiership I'm very very sure of that under the coaching staff that they've got uh, now with Declan Kidney mm -hmm. and Les Kiss so um, yeah thank you very much to them I suppose and it's almost written in the stars that you come back this week with this game coming up and these <laughs> opponents have, has there been any messages sent have you text Mako letting him know that you're gonna <laughs> that is you that he's gonna be scrubbing down again. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get in touch with uh, with anyone there. Uh, one of my close friends, Richard Barrington, lives up my street where mm -hmm. I've just come from. Um, I did mention it to him that I was in chats with Glasgow, but <laughs> you can almost say you can't. You can't actually write the script mm -hmm. because, like I say, um, you know, I never thought that. You know, I'd get a phone call from Glasgow, and then actually the first game is 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 one of my old clubs. So um, it's it's exciting to to think of the prospect of of the coming Sunday um, if I'm involved, and you know, it'd be be an honour to to play against those guys again. Um, Would it be strange for you playing against those guys? You know them, you obviously know them really well. Would that be a benefit, especially with your your job as a prop being so technical, will it benefit you that you know these guys so well? Or will yeah, it... but I, like I say, I haven't scrummed against them since last year, so mm -hmm. um, they are fantastic players. You're, you've got, what's it, four or five British Lions in the pack. Mm -hmm. So you're always up against some of the best in the world. So the utmost respect for, for Saracens and the way they play. Um, but like I say, I think Glasgow... Having looked at some of the games that, mm -hmm. and, and, and you know keeping tally of some of the scores uh, Glasgow has produced in the last, I think this is going to be one of the best games, you know, for the for a start of a new European campaign. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, let's 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 watch the space. Well, you didn't you didn't play in the quarterfinal when Glasgow came down a couple of years ago, but you'd have been involved. Yeah, I missed I missed that game. 
I'm involved in the week leading up to it. I'd be interested to know what life in Saracen's camp was like then. What what was spoken about when Glasgow were coming to town? What threats were were highlighted from from Glasgow point of view? Yeah, look, I I can't. I wouldn't know how they would prepare now, but mm-hmm. only only when I was there, uh, when we came up, when you know Glasgow came mm-hmm. uh, up against Saracens, I would say that they would obviously look at the way Glasgow play mm-hmm. and then focus very much on themselves um, to get them prepared. Oh, okay. Like any other good team, you know, whether it's the All Blacks or whether it's any other European team, they would always argue that if they prepare the best they can mm-hmm. I'm sure that that's the best thing they can do for that week um, but yeah look nowadays teams analyze each other really really well so they know exactly what they do mm-hmm. but is it can they stop what they do or can they impose what they do themselves onto the other team and that comes down to the day that comes so, down to the day and that's so yeah. the focus was very much on this is what Glasgow do but actually we need to make sure we're doing what we do right yeah yeah I think so um so, look, you got you got world class players in both teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like I say, for me or for for a spectator, I think this is going to be a great game. So you mentioned earlier you do you had a, is it a physio degree you've got? Yes, yes, <laughs> I've um, I've got I've got yeah. So I I I studied four years physiotherapy, so I'm mm-hmm. still licensed. I've been licensed since 20, 000, uh, 20, 2008. And um, I would still dabble with physiotherapy in mm-hmm. my. Um, we were just my... speaking to Gabby, who did your medical, just saying she said yes. you'll, be, you'll be strapping yourself going forward. <laughs> I probably filled in my medical <laughs> declaration myself, but no, she was very good uh, sorting all that out for me. But um, I think I think it's look. Let, if I I don't want to twist the 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 conversation to do something else, but I think it's important for players to have a career after rugby. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's massive, especially. Because I'm from the older generation, I can see it probably more. Um, a lot of friends of mine has is, is, is played and retired and maybe not looked after their careers as mm-hmm. well as they should have done. And it's always hard to catch up then once you retire. So I think uh, for me, the main thing is always just to keep really busy. Mm-hmm. I like to keep my mind busy outside of rugby. So I took up flying. Um, oh, wow. And do, to be fair, I do... Um, don't laugh. I know. Botox fillers. You do. Uh, facial so aesthetics. You, you, facial you aesthetics. You them. Yes, yes. I went. I trained up for that. We'll see how many um, the boys here are interested in that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be interested to know. Who. I don't think there's enough Botox in the world to sort their, <laughs> sort their foreheads out. Yours is pretty smooth. Thanks. Have you had man. a go? Have you had a go at that? No, but let, let's speak offline. We'll, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's something we could get. I'm joking. Um, so yeah. Um, I think, yeah, it's always important to keep yourself busy outside of work and keep going with your career. And then, obviously, I, I added that with the, with the coaching, which I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. From the physio side of things, you know, if, if you ever looked at my social media, I like to um, dabble with neck injury type yeah, of exercises and things like that. I think that's quite important, especially with um, concussion and collision sports and things like that. I mm-hmm. think you need to make sure that you're strong in that, those areas. Um so there's always something else I do. Um, I, yeah, like last year I took up piano lessons and I well, quite you, enjoyed that. You mentioned that. that you've been to Glasgow before, but it was to you came to download here once. Yeah, yeah, I came to a music festival. Um, was it yeah, raining? It was, no, it was actually it really nice. It was, I think it was in June. So we watched the 
like heavy heavy metal bands. I came. We watched the uh, Lincoln Park, mm-hmm. which was which was quite special. Obviously, um, with their lead singer passing away yeah, yeah. Um, through mental health, um, and then we watched Metallica the next day, and we watched other bands like Slipknot and Korn. But to be fair, if I'm talking absolute gibberish because you don't understand who it is, don't worry, just Google it. <laughs> okay. So, do you imagine that? So we're speaking on Monday. This is going to all get announced on Tuesday. Do you imagine the message will sort of start flowing in tomorrow? Who? Who are you going to get a little bit of stick from when, when they hear that you're here? I don't know. I think quite a lot of people. <laughs> uh, quite a lot of people. I think that, yeah, look, uh, we've, I suppose most of the um, Latin Irish players got wind of it. And mm-hmm. I've, I've spoken to them all and everybody understands when an opportunity like this comes about, then, you know, it's, it's, it's critical. You, you, you look at it and maybe consider it. Um, my family knows, but yeah, I'm I'm not going to say much. I'm just going to wait for people to, for the phone to WhatsApp to to explode from a few from a few older friends and you know, family and whatever. And your family are, are looking forward to move as well. You said they'll be coming up soon. Yes, yes. So um, my wife is a is a psychotherapist. Um, she she's still got a business in in St. Albans. She's doing really really well. She's actually spent time doing the second season of Dr. Christian, um, oh, his right. documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she was a psychotherapist for for his documentary. So oh, that, wow. that, that'll probably come out soon. But she's got some unfinished stuff to do down in London. Um, hence, and the kids is um, still in school down there. Um, the house is up for sale. It has been even way before this come about. Okay. So... Um, if anyone wants to move down to Snowbus, <laughs> just let me know. I've got a house that I can sell to you. And then, yeah, we'll relocate up here for as long as it takes. And then, I suppose, post we will make our decisions where we want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife will probably um, keep her business on down south. Mm-hmm. Um, we can always start an office up here. Um, I suppose nowadays mental health in the, in, in, in the real world is so so common and people speak about it that she hopefully she'll be busy Quite yeah, more more often than than not. So and you've got three boys. Yes, and they're not rugby players. What were you you were saying earlier that they? Yeah, so they they are um, massively into taekwondo. So the two older boys, the twelve and nine year old, is um, they they've got the British Championships oh, wow. um, again this weekend, um, and they've they got gold two years running there. So oh, let's amazing. hope that 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 continues. But yeah, they enjoy. Do, they, do you train? Do they train with you? Are you? And yeah, 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 yeah. So they've a... got a fantastic um, um, taekwondo coach down in in in, in Redbourne where we live, um, and they're called Team Sidhu, and it's it's two sisters and a brother, and they are like fourth and fifth degree, and they've been world champions themselves. So they learn from virtually the best, and I think you know credit to them. They've done extremely well with 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 my two older boys because um, they had a double at rugby, but. I suppose, I suppose they, 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 they are more interested in the actual physical contact. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't quite enough yes, for them. Yes, it wasn't quite enough for them, so they're doing well at that. So hopefully... Um, so if, do you find yourself as a bit of a human punch bag at times? Yeah, definitely, yeah. I've, I've mastered the holding pads for them now. And uh, it's, 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 it's fantastic to watch. And, it, you know, anyone who, whose children do sport, it's, it, makes, it makes you proud as a parent mm-hmm. when they perform well. Um, because look, kids. Uh, this this is one thing I've always said. When when you're a professional rugby player or a professional sportsman, you know, 
I always believe don't push your kids to do yeah. what you are doing and make them, you know, force them into doing whatever. Let them do any sport available mm-hmm. and then make their own decisions. And if they don't like sport, they don't like sport. So I just think that's it's quite important for kids and that's what we've done and they found Taekwondo and it's been fantastic for them. Nice. Well, it's, it's a playoff for the boys here today and then you're off to Largs for a couple of days, but yes. you've met a couple of them. Yeah. Ashley's not here today, but he says that you... He was down in London watching the, the yeah. Irish game. So you bumped, yeah. No, I just saw him before. Oh, you saw him I was, I was well. on the what bike sweating and he, uh, he um, came in and said hello. So um, Gordon Reed introduced me to, mm-hmm. to um, a couple of the players. They were down in... in, in and Chris Vassaro is down there as well. Yes. They were giving out uh, Man of the Match performances oh, nice. between London Irish and uh, London Scottish. And that's where the link comes in. Um, and they, they obviously knew that I was coming up. <laughs> Um, and it's good to catch up with them. So, re- I've met I've met five or six players this 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 morning, and they're all really really nice guys, and really excited for to make me feel at home and get me get me going. Mate, we're excited to excited to see you out there. Welcome. Thanks Thank very you much. very much. No, do appreciate it. My pleasure. Jack and Ashy with the weekly Glasgow Warriors podcast. <laughs> Well, good to hear from the new guy there. Ashley, what's the chat about Saracens been? We can finally talk about it. It's been the elephant in the room for, our, for a while. Yeah. Uh, what, are we thinking about them? Are we thinking about us? I think a bit of both, to be honest. Um, you know, you obviously have to have a look at Saracens and see what they're doing and how they play the game um, because what they do, they're, they're effective at. Um, but on the other hand, uh, you know, we certainly want to go out there and play our game against them mm-hmm. and uh, enforce ourselves upon the game. So... Um, really, what's been said is, uh, you know, nothing massively different to previous weeks. But um, really, you know, just looking to play at tempo. But also, you know, uh, there's been a lot of chat at the start of this season about our forward pack and really us moving forward and uh, taking that physicality to other teams. Like I think we have done over the first few games. So um, talk about that. But um, there's no doubt about it. Saracens are going to be a tough team. You know, they always raise their game when it comes to Europe. So. Um, it's going to be a tough one this weekend, but you know, as always, we're going to have to front up physically and uh, be on the ball when when we, we look to strike wide as well. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a good one. As I spoke to Petrus about just there, messaging former players, trying to get in their head before a game like this. He knows some of them so really well, but you know, a couple of boys down there. Duncan Taylor's injured, but won't be playing. But it's Sean Maitland got a message off any of the boys? Do you think? Uh, I'm sure he'll message a few of the guys, uh, potentially guys like Tommy Seymour or Hoggy, um, you know, your kind of back three players. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Sean's a great guy. Great Does that kind of thing happen though, just in any uh, game? Well, yeah. Not as much as you would think, really? but, you know, potentially if somebody leaves this club mm-hmm. and it's the first time you then play against them, but yeah, yeah. obviously we played against Sean uh, a couple of seasons ago or three seasons ago, Aye. whenever it was. Um, so there was a bit going on in that game, but you know these things maybe tend to fizzle out a little bit if somebody's left the club uh, yeah, quite a while ago. Um, but now. it tends to be more in the forwards. If that's going to happen, it does tend to be more in the forwards, and you know it tends to get a bit nastier in there. You know, just yeah, you the know? dark arts. Ah, exactly. Especially the scrum. And then looking forward to a European night back in Scotland. Aye, going to be going to be awesome. Well, European night, European Sunday afternoon. Bit, aye, bit of a different kickoff, but it is a, it's a different kickoff. There is a different atmosphere on the European. On there, the European there is. Day. Aye, there always seems to be that kind of that European theme song that you know mm-hmm. you always hear when yeah, you're just yeah. coming out the changing rooms onto the pitch, and it does have a different feel to it. Um, and the crowds are, are always fantastic, and 
uh, massively supportive when it comes to Europe as well. So, you know, we'll be, be looking to go off to a good start and, and get a win against Saracens on Sunday. Yeah, it'd be really good to get off on a on a winning start, and then we're away in Cardiff a week after that before our French back-to-back against Lyon. And you can still register your interest to fly along with the team to that trip in December. So get on that trip, it will be good. Get on that trip, especially especially if we win. The the flight back will be really fun if we win. Uh, you get the what was it that last one of the last trips we've done. I think it was coming back from Zebri or Treviso at New mm-hmm. Year. We flew back through the I bells. Rob Har- and Rob Harley had just... Was that the right one? I remember Rob Harley had made his 150th or something. That was it. It was that game, eh? That was it. And we had uh, Simone Favaro. Yeah. Uh, he was at the front of the... Remember, yeah. he was at the front of the plane on the MC did, thing. Yeah, it was like yeah, a candy yeah. shop. Everybody was singing along, so... Yeah, uh, it's, it's such awesome. a good atmosphere on one of those on one of those flights. So get yourself on that. There's loads of hotel options as well. So make sure you look into it. And don't forget, if you have bought a ticket to Sunday's game, you will be emailed a code from First Bus for free bus travel. Ashley, all the best this weekend, and join us again on Warriors Weekly next week on Apple Podcast, Acast, and every other podcast platform. The Glasgow Warriors official podcast with Jack and Ashy.